God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God himself has. Is the life that makes him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God. Worship the Lord, give Him thanks, lift your hands towards heaven, bless His holy name. What an awesome time to fellowship together again. Just bless Him, thank Him for His goodness, thank Him for His kindness, thank Him for His protection. There's no one like Him. Oh, we worship you, Father, we adore you. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. Yes, there is none like you. You are the faithful one. You are the righteous one. You are the holy one. Hallowed be your name. We bless you. We thank you for another opportunity to fellowship together, to hear your words. Our hearts and our minds are open. To receive the truths we receive it with gladness we receive it with joy we receive it with faith in the name of jesus thank you god in jesus name you may be seated tell somebody come to church you're all welcome thank you for coming amen how was your week? Amen. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus. We started a series of teaching a week ago for important blessings and we dealt with the first one wisdom amen wisdom then we moved on Wednesday we started the second one righteousness amen righteousness uh, we didn't really go deep on it because of time so let's continue from first Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 let's take our theme scripture first Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 are you there Okay. Kindly read one, two, go. First Lord, I can it. But of him are you in Christ Jesus who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Amen. It says God has made Jesus Christ these things to us. When we believe in Jesus, when we receive Jesus, we receive these things. Amen. 
he names four blessings four gifts four graces amen wisdom righteousness sanctification redemption these names are in Christ Jesus when you receive Christ you receive these things hallelujah we receive the wisdom of God we receive righteousness glory to God so righteousness we said righteousness is a state of being in the right standing in a relation to someone to God amen a state of being in right standing hallelujah you're in right standing a right status amen in a relation to somebody hallelujah for instance there are some people that are righteous before you amen they are righteous before you based on how they relate with you you classify them as righteous because they do things that are right in your sight amen so when we're talking about God's righteousness that means the things that a man does and is considered righteous in the sight of God amen so that's when we when you know when we talk about righteousness we don't really use righteousness in our conversation in this generation it's hardly used amen but in the kingdom of God it's used amen it's a foundation hallelujah then we understood from the beginning that Adam was made righteous he was born righteous amen he was the first man and he was born righteous God made him he was righteous in the sight of God amen he was like a son of God and God loved him until he sinned he disobeyed God hallelujah until he disobeyed God and the Bible says he fell short of the glory of God he fell short of it because that glory comes to the righteous and he has lost that righteousness why we understood that the reason Adam lost their righteousness was because he did not believe God you see God said to him let's go there Genesis Okay, let's go from chapter 2 chapter 2 Genesis from verse 15 Genesis chapter 2 from verse 15 are you there okay and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it and the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden 
thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die amen that was an instruction amen that was an instruction praise the lord god said to him don't eat of it do you eat of it you die chapter 3 genesis chapter 3 from verse 4 Are you there? Chapter 3, verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. <laughs> For God don't know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desired to make one wise, she took of it thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Praise God. The husband was with her. Amen. And he ate. He ate because he did not believe God. Didn't believe God. If I say don't touch something, maybe there's something there. I say don't sit on that place. If you sit on that place, you are going to be in trouble or something. You'll be electrocuted. <laughs> And you say, okay, okay. And somebody says to you, no, go and sit down there. When you see that place is more comfortable. When you sit down there, you'll be comfortable, you know. <laughs> and you say, eh, eh. It will be like that, eh. Okay. Then you tell your friend, let's go and sit down. Who did you believe? Who did you believe? Me or the other person? The other person. That's what happened to Adam. He disregarded what God said. So it was, it started from unbelief and led to disobedience. Glory to God. In Abraham, Let's go to Abraham. Genesis chapter 15 from verse 36. God said to Abraham, Abraham was a righteous man. He was a righteous man. Even Lot, about, even uh, Noah was said to be a righteous man. Noah was said to be a righteous man. Genesis chapter 15 verse 3 and Abraham said behold to me thou hast given no seed and lo a man born in my house is my heir but he shall come forth okay sir and the word of the Lord came to him saying this shall not be thy heir but he that shall come forth out of thine own borders shall be thine heir and he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seeds be. And Abraham believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. So we understood that 
there was a righteousness given to Abraham because he believed God. Amen. Abraham believed God and God said, this man is your righteous. Amen. Abraham was already righteous by his actions. Now God gives him a higher level of righteousness, a higher state of righteousness, which is a righteousness of faith. Hallelujah. It's because when man fell, God was disappointed. He was disappointed. My son, Adam, has displeased me. God felt bad that Adam did not believe God. His faith in God was not strong enough. Amen. See, so when we pray that your faith would increase, this is what we're praying for. Amen. That your faith will be strengthened. So that because the more the more strong your faith is, the less will be the incidence of you doing something that Jesus says don't do. Amen. So your faith needs to be strengthened. Amen. So that some other person don't come to tell you, go do this thing. And you know that Jesus said, don't do it. Hallelujah. So your faith needs to be strengthened. Hallelujah. When you read from the Acts of the Apostles, the Bible, they always talked about your faith, your faith, your faith. Hallelujah. Even when Jesus was uh, raised from the dead, he said to Peter, he said, Satan, I decided to sift you. He said, but I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Hallelujah. So the, the, the righteousness that God gives to a man because of faith was the superior righteousness. It was the superior righteousness. God, when God came to Israel, when he brought Israel into the promised land. Amen. He wanted to give them. He had a dream for them. But the Bible says they were a stiff-necked people. They could not believe God. They couldn't. God performs a miracle, brings manna. The next minute, they are in unbelief. They say, what about water? What about water? No water. What is this? Grumbling. Grumbling. And God was amazed. God said, Ah, what a people. How come they don't think? I brought I brought manna from heaven. If I brought manna, is it water I can give them? Amen. So you gotta be careful. Don't grumble at God. Amen. Because grumble comes from unbelief. Grumbling comes from unbelief. He's serving God. Now, look at this. Look at my job. Look, look at, you know, when you start grumbling like that. It doesn't come from faith. A man of faith doesn't grumble. He says, my God shall supply all my needs. Amen. So your faith is important. So, God said to Moses, he said, these people, I can't, I can't, I can't help them. They won't let me help them. They won't let me bless them. They won't. Because they are so unbelieving. So he gave them a law. Hallelujah. He gave them law. He gave them actions. They had to do. He gave them an ordinance. And said, if you obey this thing, I'll bless you. Amen. I'll bless you. They didn't have to do those things for him to deliver them from Egypt. Amen. But he came to see that 
they were unbelieving so it gave them a righteousness by their actions amen and Moses said in that verse uh, Deuteronomy let's go Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 24 You know, we're trying to understand the righteousness. When he says, Jesus Christ is our righteousness. When he says, God has made him our righteousness. So, we're trying to understand what righteousness is from the beginning. Amen. So, we come to know that there are two kinds of righteousness. However, we can say three. The righteousness of faith. The righteousness of actions amen or works hallelujah and the righteousness of birth amen Adam had a righteousness of birth he was born righteous amen Adam was born righteous glory to God Abraham was given the righteousness of faith Amen. Hallelujah. And Israel, are you there? They were given a righteousness based on their actions. Amen. All right. So that'll be from verse 24. Right? Are you there? That's uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 24. That's correct. Are you there? And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God, to fear the Lord our God for our, for our good always. You see that? It is to fear the Lord for our good. Hallelujah. That he might preserve us alive as it is at this day, and it shall be our righteousness. Amen. It shall be our righteousness. Amen. If we observe to do all these commandments. You read, very funny, you read all through from, you know, Exodus. Exodus, Deuteronomy, you know, Leviticus. God's blessing was always if. 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 Because he saw they were stiff-necked people. One time, <laughs> one time, God was mad. He said, I will kill all of them. You know, when Moses was with God, and <laughs> Moses stayed many days talking to God. Amen. Talking to God. There's no time in the spirit. He was talking to God. He didn't know that days had passed. <laughs> and it was like 40 days down there. And people got angry and they said, where is Moses? Where is he? Where is he? I told Aaron, make us a God. We need somebody. We, we have not heard from the thunder. <laughs> We've not heard from the thunder. The thunder has ceased. Please, we want a God we can see. No smoke anymore. Where is he? Has he gone? Is he dead? And I told Aaron, make us a God we can see. Can you imagine? Make us a God. You can make God. <laughs> so Aaron, Mumu, he said, okay, give me your rings. Give me all your, you know, your gadgets. You know, your jewels. And he made a, a, a graven image. And when he finished, God said to Moses, see those people out look at what they've done go down the moses came and saw them and of course you know the story destroyed the molten the graven image so when he came back to god god said i'm going to kill everybody you know what from you i will start a new israel he says, from your generation, from your family, I will start a new issue. But these other ones, I will keep all of them. Also, God, God, God said that. Moses had to beg God. Please, no. Don't do it. How do you want to do that? 
the people will the, the Ethians, the Egyptians will laugh that you deliver them from Egypt to kill them they say come on please don't do this it's very funny you see Moses changing the mind of God betting God says please please don't do it <laughs> hallelujah that tells me that I can talk to God like that right hallelujah so God gave them the law and if they obeyed it they will be righteous hallelujah then it could bless them then it could give the glory to them hallelujah but that, that was not what God wanted God wanted a people that he could bless you know he's a blesser amen he always wants to bless us the bible says eyes have not seen what he has for us amen so he had a plan remember he had a plan of sending the messiah hallelujah so he had a plan of bringing the kingdom establishing his kingdom a kingdom that's going to be made up of righteous people a people of faith hallelujah then jesus came and started preaching when he came he saw them in their outward show the pharisees the sadducees they would fast they would try to you know they were trying to do outward things to please god and jesus said to them he said seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness his righteousness they said what is his righteousness? what does he want what is the work of god and he told them he says the work of God is that you believe on him whom he has sent. Let's go. John chapter 6. I'm taking those that were not around on Wednesday so that they don't miss. Amen. John chapter 6 from verse John chapter 6 verse 28 are you there are you there okay then said they unto him what shall we do that we might walk the works of God and Jesus answered and said unto them this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent amen that you believe he says that's that's the work the work of God is that you believe amen he said that's that's the work of God that's the righteousness of God the righteousness of God is that you believe believe in Jesus Romans chapter 3 from verse 20 Romans chapter 3 are you there almost there Romans chapter 3 from verse 20 okay therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight for by the law is the knowledge of sin now to be justified means to be declared righteous okay let's see justified it means to be declared righteous okay so it says by the deeds of the law it says no man shall be justified no man can be declared righteous He's talking about the superior righteousness 
Amen. The superior righteousness, which is the righteousness of faith, the righteousness of belief. Amen. Verse 21. It says, but now, amen, now, the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Hallelujah. You know, if you read from the beginning of that Romans chapter 3, it has been talking about it. It was trying to tell them that those things, those, the law was just given because you guys were not, they were not believing. That the real demand of righteousness is faith. That's the beginning of righteousness. Faith. Hallelujah. Because they were not used to it. They were used to the law. They were used to do this, thou shalt do this, thou shalt not do this. You know, so many laws that was given to them. So many laws. So, he said to them, but now, he's saying that the kingdom has come. The kingdom comes with a righteousness. It, it doesn't, the, the kingdom doesn't use the same righteousness that the law uses. The kingdom has its own righteousness. It has its own standard. Hallelujah. He says, now, righteousness without the law, without those works, of the law is manifested. Hallelujah. It is being witnessed by the law and the prophets. It says it's approved. It says even the law approves the righteousness of faith. Hallelujah. Verse 22. Even the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference you see that it defines it that's the definition it says the righteousness of God which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all that believe the moment you believe that blessing of righteousness is granted to you. Amen. It's like what John said. He says, God has given us eternal life. This life is in his son. He that has the son has life. Hallelujah. Can, can we go to that verse for one second? I'll be first John first John chapter 5 verse 11 first John is after first Peter, second Peter First John chapter 5 verse 11 are you there everybody there okay and this is the record hallelujah this is John I love John this is this is the record amen it's a record there's no doubt it's a record it's recorded <laughs> it's recorded this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son has not life. Amen. So those are our blessings. These four important blessings. Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. And we're talking about righteousness. It's in his son. He that has the son has righteousness. Amen. 
You know, as I grew up in school, you know, people would not accept that they are righteous. They would say, nobody is righteous. No, there is no righteous. No, not one. <laughs> Praise God. Don't quote the Bible from me. The Bible says there is no righteous. No, what are you not saying? You are not righteous. <laughs> Amen. You see, you need to know how to use the Bible. Amen. You don't just pick anything and say, look at it, it's there, it's there, it's there. No. Find out who is he talking to? Who is he talking to? Amen. This is the center of truth. Amen. We know the truth. Hallelujah. We know the truth. We don't just quote verses. We understand the truth. We know how to use the truth. It's not just about looking at one scripture. You've got to understand it. Amen. Let me take you uh, if you read from let's take it up okay so that in case some somebody here has that argument okay let me try to explain the same Romans chapter 3 from verse 9 let's start from verse 9 Romans chapter 3 from verse 9 in this dialogue the apostle Paul is talking to Israel the Israelites amen because the Israelites claim that God belongs to them and they belong to God which is true Amen. But that was in the Old Testament. Amen. Now, God has extended His grace to all nations. Glory to God. But some of them could not still accept it. They still felt that they were more superior to other people. Hallelujah. That they were the choosing of God. According to the flesh, they were the choosing people so Paul was trying to remove this superiority this complex from their minds so he wrote this letter to Rome and in Rome there were Jews and there were Gentiles in the church hallelujah so he didn't want the Jews to feel they were superior to the Gentile Christians the Jewish Christian, and they should not think that they were better than the Gentile Christians. Amen. The Romans or other Greeks. So, that will be, we said from verse, what? Nine, right? What then? Are we better than they? Amen. Are you understanding it now? Stop it. Who are they? Gentiles. Paul is a Jew. No, in no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are under, under sin. Amen. Remember what Jesus said in that Good Shepherd uh, statement. He says, Other sheep have I that are not of this fold. I will bring them and they shall become one. Verse 10. That's some of their favorite verses. Now, Paul is quoting from um, a psalm. He's quoting from a psalm of David. As it is written, Amen. There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understands, there is none that seeks after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. For there is none that does good. 
No, not one. Their throat is an open sepulchre. With their tongue, they have used the seats. The poison of apps is under their lips. Whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness, their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace have they not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now, verse 19. Now, amen. Now, right? We know that the things, so ever the law says, it says to those that are under the law. Hallelujah. That every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified. Hallelujah. It's telling us that that verse that said there is none righteous, no, not one, is explaining it. He says, by the deeds of the law, whether you do it, whether you do it or not, whether you can accomplish it or not, you cannot attain the real righteousness. You cannot attain it. Hallelujah. But now, the righteousness of God without the law is revealed amen are you understanding it the lord will give you understanding verse 23 let's jump for all i've seen this is another verse that a lot of people use especially when they are leading prayer all we are all sinners we are all sinners all i've seen unfortunately <laughs> i used to be in circles with the holy prayer like that i said no no, we're in the kingdom. We have a righteousness of faith. Amen. It's a righteousness of faith. Let's read it in context. In context, right? What's the subject? Righteousness of faith, right? That's Paul's subject here. So it branches to explain for all he's talking about both jews and gentiles both of, this is for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god verse 24 can you read one two hallelujah he says yes we know both of them both of them jews and gentiles they are both sinned they are both saints. He says, but now, both of them are declared righteous. Amen. That's the meaning of justification, remember? It means to be declared righteous. But now, being justified freely. Amen. Freely. They didn't have to work for it. We didn't have to do something spectacular like the demands of the law. Amen. It has been justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Whom God set forth, whom God has sent forth, verse 25, who God has sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness. For the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God and to declare, I say, at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believe in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? By of works? It says, nay, by the law of faith. Therefore, verse 28, therefore, we conclude, hallelujah, he has been arguing, he has been comparing scriptures, you know, in this letter, he has been arguing, he says, and he has proven, just like I'm proving to you, amen, 
He says, therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without deeds of the law. Amen. Glory to God. So I can say I'm justified. Amen. You are justified, right? How were you justified? By your works? By your, your, your holy living? By what? By your belief in Jesus. By your belief in Jesus. Uh, I know some people teach faith and believing are not the same. <laughs> uh, when we teach on faith, you will understand that they're the same thing. <laughs> faith is a noun. Believe is a verb. That's just the difference. They're the same thing, okay? I've read, I've read some books that try to differentiate. They say, believe is when it's Faith is when you now start. <laughs> no. How would you know somebody believes if he does not act? Amen. So believing and faith. So when I teach and I, I, I interchange them, okay? Because they are the same thing. Believing is faith. Faith is believing. Amen. The difference is that uh, faith is a noun. <laughs> Hallelujah. English language. <laughs> so. He says, we conclude. So I can say, hey, I'm righteous. I'm righteous. Can you say that to yourself? I'm righteous. I'm righteous. You know, when you do that, the devil starts reminding you what you did this morning. You know, you, <laughs> what you did this yesterday, last week, you, righteous. You say, yes, the righteousness of faith. I've got the righteousness of faith. Amen. I've got the righteousness of God by faith amen not by my actions by faith and that righteousness is superior to the righteousness by actions now i did not say that the righteousness by action is not important amen because sometimes when people teach they make it look as if it's not important it's important and it's required amen you see because there's a mindset of a righteous man. Now, you've been given a blessing. Amen. You've been given a blessing of righteousness. It's a, a force that's in your spirit. The quality of your recreated human spirit is righteousness. Hallelujah. So, you automatically have to act in a particular way. You have to act. Righteous fruits need to come out from you. Amen. And we'll talk about those things. Uh, Romans chapter 4. Let's add one more point. Romans chapter 4. From verse 1. Are you there? It says, what shall we say then that Abraham, our father, has pertaining to the flesh, has found? For if Abraham was justified by works, he had wealth to glory, but not before God. Amen. Now, is, Paul is trying to bring an example of the scriptures that Abraham was declared righteous by faith he was the first person that was granted the righteousness of faith amen and he knows that if he's talking to israel abraham is their father they will not object <laughs> so he's using abraham as an example he says hey our father abraham our father abraham remember our father abraham he said yes well, he was justified by faith verse 2 Verse 3. So he quotes, he quotes Genesis chapter 15 that we read. He quotes it for them. It is for what said the scripture. Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Hallelujah. He said, you see, Abraham was granted this, this is the righteousness. And if we say we are children of Abraham, we are children of faith. Amen. 
You read that in Galatians. Hallelujah. So it shows them that Abraham was first justified by faith. It's, it, it's not a new thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans chapter 10. From verse 9. Okay, let's start from verse 5. Romans chapter 10. 5. Are you there? For Moses describes the righteousness which is of the law. That the man which does these things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your hearts who shall ascend into heaven. That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep. That is to bring Christ again from the dead. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's talking about what the righteousness of faith who is granted it? He says, the righteousness of faith does not doubt that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. Amen. He doesn't doubt that Jesus Christ came in the flesh or is going to come back. The righteousness of faith does not doubt that Jesus is coming again. The righteousness of faith does not doubt. Amen. It does not, you see, let's read it again. Verse 6. He says, but the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Amen. So, the righteousness of faith, uh, it, it speaks. It has a requirement. Hallelujah. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ again from the dead. Amen. He says, the righteousness of faith does not doubt. Because you, you need to believe. That there's something you need to believe before you're granted the righteousness. God brought Abraham out and showed him the stars. And said, look. He says, so shall your seeds be. The Bible says, Abraham believed God. He came to a, a state of faith that God's, God knew because God knows your heart. He said, it's counted to him for righteousness. Amen. It's because Abraham, if he had told him before, your generation will be as the sands of the sea. Abraham said, eh, okay. He had not come to believe in yet. He had not believed it. Until God brought him outside and showed him. Bible says he believed. Then he believed. And God said, You are ready. Now you are ready. Amen. Glory to God. Verse 8. But what said it? The word is like thee. Even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. It says with the heart man believes unto righteousness. With the heart, man believes unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that's what he's talking about. He says, that's the demand. You've got to believe that righteousness comes from, you know, you have to believe that Jesus died for your sins. You've got to believe. If you don't believe, you're not righteous. God is not going to grant you righteousness. You've got to believe that Jesus Christ was born of the Virgin Mary. You've got to believe that he, he came down. You've got to believe that he died for your sins. You've got to believe 
that he was raised up from the dead. Amen. They're going to believe. That's, that's the righteousness standard. It's when you believe that, that you are in right standing. You are in a right status with God. Years ago, I, I had somebody, I believe I had a priest. Was it a priest? He said, I don't believe. The priest said, he said, I no longer believe in the virgin birth. Amen. He said, I don't believe in the virgin birth. You know what that means? It means that uh, he does not believe that Mary was a virgin and she gave birth to Jesus. Praise God. You see? And that's one of the basis of your faith. That's the basis of our faith. That Jesus Christ was not born from a man. That he was conceived of the Holy Spirit. After many years, how can you now say you don't believe? Amen. He's losing his salvation that way. Amen. He's losing it. He's departing. He's departing from the faith. Hallelujah. Say, my faith is strong. My faith is alive. I believe in Jesus. And I am declared righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Yes. Righteousness. Righteousness. You get it from believing. He that has Jesus has righteousness. Amen. Do you understand? Can you defend? Can you defend the message? Because when you go out and you tell somebody, you know that we are righteous? You see who told you you are righteous? There's no righteous. No, not one. He said, no. We're righteous. It's a righteousness of faith. It's a righteousness of faith. Amen. Righteousness of faith. When you believe in Jesus, we receive it. It's a blessing. Freely give it to us for believing in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just give him thanks. Thank him. Thank him for his righteousness. Thank him for his righteousness. Thank him for his righteousness. Thank you. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Thank you for making us righteous. Thank you for bringing us to this place of fellowship. Of great superior fellowship. This superior righteousness. Thank you for giving it to us. Blessed be your name, Father. We walk in this blessing. In the name of Jesus, there's light in your life. In the name of Jesus, there's life in your path. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In the name of Jesus, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In the name of Jesus, you are coming out victorious. You are coming out victorious in that situation. You are coming out coming out victorious. God is turning your story. He's turning it to glory. He's turning it to testimony. In the name of Jesus. See, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. See, this is what I learned years ago. It doesn't matter. Maybe something negative is happening right now in your life i will laugh because i know that there's life inside me amen there's life inside me i bring forth life jesus said has the believers he says out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water amen he calls us a tree of life that means we produce life Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what it looks like. That situation is going to turn. Amen. 
is going to change to life. It may look like death right now. It may look like death in your finances. It may look like death in your job. It may look like death in your academics. But you look at that thing and you smile. Hallelujah. You laugh at it. And you see the future. Amen. You see life. And you say this thing, you're going to turn to life. You're going to turn to life right now. In the name of Jesus. You say this thing is changing to life. It's turning from darkness to light. It's turning from death to life. Right now. You keep speaking that word. It may take days. It may take weeks. It may take months. It may even yes. But let me tell you something. It will produce what it talks about. God said my word does not come back to me void. It will fulfill what I sent it. It might take time. But the mango tree doesn't grow in a day. We are a tree of life. We bear fruits. We produce life. That thing is going to come out. It's going to come out victorious. It's going to come out life. Life is going to come out of that situation. Light is going to come out of that darkness. The Bible says he commanded light to shine out of darkness. He's able to bring forth life from death. It doesn't matter where you are right now. Just know that you have the victory. Amen. See that victory in your mind. Your spirits and begin to prophesy it. Start declaring it right now. It's yours. The victory is yours. In the name of Jesus, victory is yours. Life is yours. Life is yours. Darkness is seized from your life. The power of the devil is failed from your life. In the name of Jesus, you are coming with testimonies. You are coming with testimonies. God is turning things to work out for your good. He's turning things to work out for your victory. In the name of Jesus, all abilities are available to you. All power in heaven and earth is available to you. There is nothing that can stop your shine. In the name of Jesus, there is nothing. I command every symptom, every sickness in your body to die right now. In the name of Jesus, I command health in your body. I command healing for your body. From your head to the sole of your feet, I command health in the name of Jesus. I command that bones to receive healing. I command that blood cells, those tissues, those organs to receive healing. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you're coming with testimonies. I command miracles, miracles in your place of need. I command miracles. I command that demonic oppression to cease from your life. In the name of Jesus, you have been delivered from the power of darkness. In the name of Jesus, I deliver you from that evil spirit. I deliver you from that oppression. In the name of Jesus, victory is yours. Glory is yours. Prosperity is yours. Faith is yours. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give him praise. Give him thanks. Hallelujah. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe he died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen. to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God himself has. Is the life that makes him God. Hallelujah. 
The Bible says Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God.